Has March been roaring in like a lion in your little corner of the world? It's traditionally been the month of crazy weather, an outward sign of a dramatic seasonal shift. I wouldn't want to face down three or four months of these crazy weather mood swings, but I can deal with a few weeks of it, knowing what the glorious outcome will be. I'm a little sad to see February in the rearview mirror, though. I hope it was as good to you as it was to me. And I hope you felt seen and heard and loved. Today's guest is amazing at doing and teaching those skills and sharing their importance in a myriad of ways. Along with his writings, he's often found giving guest sermons at churches across the country or speaking to large and small groups alike. Jason Wright is a New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and USA Today best-selling novelist. His work, that's included more than 500 columns, has appeared in over 100 newspapers, magazines, and websites across the U.S., including the Washington Post, the Washington Times, the Chicago Tribune. Ah, on and on and on. You may know him from his beloved books, Christmas Jars is one of my favorites, or maybe from the 2020 award-winning film adaptation of Christmas Jars. Jason is the author of 21 book titles, including the August 2022 Delilah's Book Club pick, the fictional feel-good novel, Even the Dog Knows, as well as my March choice this year, Rise Today, Trusting God and His Promise. And the most pressing reason that I have asked Jason to join us today. He is also a popular speaker and consultant who provides training on kindness, habits, faith, failure, the Christmas Jars Movement, The Lost Art of Letter Writing, and now he's with us today to talk about all of that and whatever else is on his heart. I'm excited to hear all about Jason's latest book, Rise Today. We'll get into that right after I give some time and attention to one of my fantastic podcast sponsors. Of the few things in life that are universal, I believe love is the most powerful. I've been talking about mercy ships a lot, and someone asked me the other day, Delilah, what is mercy? Well, to me, mercy is unfettered love. Unfettered means boundless, unrestrained, free, the very best kind of love there is. There is so much good in the world if only we train our focus point upon it. With every surgery, every changed life, Mercy Ships restores a little bit of humanity. And that is why I am such a huge fan. Mercy Ships just launched the Global Mercy, the world's first custom-built civilian hospital ship, so they can perform even more surgeries and change even more lives. Now that inspires me. Go to mercyships.org and see for yourself what unfettered, boundless love looks like. Mercyships.org. Jason Wright, welcome back. Uh, It's been a while since we spoke, and I'm so happy that you agreed to be a guest on Love Someone today. 
for so many reasons, for so many reasons, I want to just reach through the Zoom and hug you. Yeah, I, I, if we could just, you know, if Zoom had some kind of a 3D reach through and just grab you by your cheeks and say thank you, that's what I would do. I'm so, I'm so grateful for you. And I, I know that we had chatted um, over the last few days as we were arranging this with your producer, but you were my first national radio interview when Christmas Jars launched and this this movement um I mean that was I remember doing that interview from my kitchen table in Fairfax Virginia where we lived at the time and since then I went from two kids to four my oldest now is married with kids of her own and um and that little book has been translated and and sold around the world and it has more importantly than a book led to a movement and that's pretty exciting it was the beginning of a career and i i'm grateful also just for your audience i know that we've had great success connecting with uh, your book club and i'm grateful for them and just that they think my work has even a little bit of value in their lives is unbelievably humbling for me so to catch folks up in case somebody somehow missed the christmas jars um mm -hmm. the book was good i was afraid to watch the movie to be honest because I loved the book so much and I loved meeting you and talking about it so much. And I'm usually disappointed when I read a great book and it touches me. And then I watch a movie and the the actors, the performers don't look like the characters in my mind and my spirit. Uh, the dialogue doesn't match up or the, the whole spirit of the book is lost in translation. So I was a little, I had... A little fear, I'm going to be honest, Jason, when I decided to watch The Christmas Jars. Boy, I was so happy and not disappointed. And like you said, it spurred a whole, a whole movement. How many thousands of families now have a Christmas jar probably setting in their laundry room? Because mm -hmm. when you empty out the kids' pockets and you find a couple of quarters or a couple of dollar bills, you just put it in the Christmas jar and then come Christmas time, you pray about it, you think about it, and you decide on a family that needs help. It's just such a sweet, simple thing. And and who would have who would have imagined? I mean, in our wildest dreams, I remember those early meetings with the publisher almost eighteen years ago. Eighteen years, actually, eighteen years ago. Right now, we were finalizing the contract to publish that. I didn't have an agent, an attorney. I just, it was just me and a publisher that said, well, you know, we'll take a chance on this. And they believed that it could become bigger than a book, that it could become a movement. They probably had more faith in it even than I did at the time. And I just remember them saying, maybe over the life cycle of this book, you might sell 20,000 copies. And I just thought, you know, that's, someone's probably going to get fired. There's no way you're going to sell that many books. Um, and it's, it's, I don't, I've lost count. It's well over um, a million copies in, in languages around the world. And I, I'm just thrilled. One of my favorite things, Delilah, is when someone comes up to me and says, I'm a part of this Christmas jars movement, this tradition, I got a jar, I gave a jar, and I haven't even read the book yet. And that makes me so happy. It's so humbling to know that it has sort of gone beyond, um, you know, a, a product to something that's really connected with people's hearts. And and again, I thank you and your audience for being such a big part of that, because when I was on your show that first time in, in 2005, nobody had any idea what this was or what it would have become, but you did. So thank you.
Well, I know that when God's at work, and he usually works through very humble, very simple settings and situations, not that he can't work through grandiose or big events or people or whatever, but uh, you are so humble and so sweet. Oh, my goodness. Such a sweet countenance and a sweet heart. And I thought, there's something magical here. There's something really special. So it was a joy. It was a joy. And now I'm so excited about Rise Today because we need something to give us hope. We need something to remind us. And trusting God and his promise, the second part of your title, you got to know what his promise is to be able to trust it, right? Yeah. Amen. <laughs> this is timely. Well, I, I, I hope you're right. It's, um, this began as a, the book as a simple social media post that resonated in a way I, I didn't expect that it would, certainly larger than I thought it would. And, and I began talking to my publisher more about this, this notion that we, we feel like to, to rise again, you know, biblically means, well, it's the resurrection. We wait until our opportunity, you know, to do what he did to, to, to be reunited and to, you know, have this second beautiful chance. And the more I started thinking about that, that's a long way off. I I mean, I hope I'm not ready. <laughs> I, I mean, we hope. I, yeah, I'm not quite ready for, for Judgment Day. Um, I've got some work to do. I've got a lot of rough edges to polish off. So and not only that, you just had two more babies join your family. Yeah, we've got a we've got a big yeah, we've got a big crew. I want to I want to be with them for a while. And I want to be ready. I want to be more ready when you know, when he comes and in this beautiful resurrection that, you know, no matter what um, faith you belong to, if you're a Christian, you believe in this, this beautiful doctrine of the resurrection and rising again, as he did. And that is so far off in the future. I, I just started to think, wait a minute, what if we, what if we really believed that we could rise again, emotionally and spiritually, um, mentally, right now, if we don't have to wait, that if, Yes, the resurrection is a promise from God, but there are other promises about his willingness to walk with us in our journey, a willingness to draw as close to us as we will allow him. He's not going to force himself on us. He doesn't force himself into our hearts. We have to open that door for him and say, yes, I, I do want to be your best friend because I know that you, God, are always willing to be mine. And and I, I found hope in that and waking up every day and saying, man, yesterday was tough. And I, I got bad news, and and this didn't go the way I thought it would, and and this book it was a complete flop and disaster, and am I, is my career dead, and are my kids going to be okay? And all those things that weigh us down that we worry about, particularly as we come out of this, this uh, global pandemic. And I just began to find joy by reminding myself, I can rise again today, right now, if I'll just lean on him in every way and know that he's ready to help me um, have a fresh start every day. Every time you get up, every time you lift your head off the pillow is an opportunity to, to, to rise again. doesn't matter how bad you messed up before you passed out. doesn't matter if you literally passed out because you drank yourself into a stupor or whatever it is. If you woke up, if you lifted your head off the pillow or off the cement floor or off whatever, those mercies are new every morning got a clean yeah. slate and i Every don't think day. many people know that no and and even when we and i've certainly in my life as a, a 
deeply imperfect person. I have been through stretches where I have believed that. And then the trials and the obstacles have piled up. And we all know what that feels like when suddenly a bad day links to another bad day and it links to another bad day. And there's a sort of cumulative effect. And you look and go, man, this has been a really hard month. And suddenly that notion of rising again, of lifting your head off the cement floor, I love that notion because that is the case for many of us sometimes, or off the fancy pillow, whatever it is. Um, it's been so long that we we forget and we just need a friend or a writer or one of the world's biggest talk show hosts to say, you know what, don't forget. Even though it's been a week, a month, a year, don't forget, you can still rise again today. Even if it's been a while since you felt that kind of hope, we, I hope, can help invite people to feel that way again. Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. When your child fights sleep, it can feel like a battle you'll never win. Imagine a bedtime routine you all look forward to, where you cuddle in and let the stress of the day melt away. Welcome to Sleep Tight Stories, a calming weekly podcast that brings bedtime stories, cuddles, and comfort to families worldwide. The stories are quirky, relatable, and spark wonder without overstimulation, so listeners can fall asleep and stay asleep. Each episode is narrated by me, Cheryl McLeod, a second grade teacher, and written by my husband, Clark, an eternal second grader at heart. Tune in tonight and bond over a story before drifting off to sleep. Make bedtime the sweetest part of your day. Sleep Tight Stories. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So I know, but tell our listeners how, and it's hard to do because you wrote it, but how sweetly and simply it's laid out to give people steps. Because I think when you complicate things, if you have a page with 32 points or a, a speech with 48 ways to, you know, lower your cholesterol, you're not going to get past number two. Yeah, no, that's that's well said. And, and you know, I, I read a lot of um, a lot of self-help, a lot of, you know, business minded self-help, um, a lot of books in the Christian space. And they they do sometimes get a little long and they again, I, I, I don't want to be negative at all, but I've read a few that just, 
I picked it up and I felt like I was holding a textbook. And that's not what I'm that's not what I'm looking for. At least for my taste, I want something usually that I can digest pretty quickly. Um, that where I don't have to sit down with a pen and a piece of paper and a calculator and dive into all the depth of whether it's doctrinal or, or not. I like something that I can that I can enjoy sort of quickly and that I can return to. So the book is laid out almost like a kind of a mini sermon. Um, I don't know if the publisher cares, but I'll just read this first page because it's so short. The first three words are, he is risen on this beautiful, beautiful background. Shout out to the publisher, Shadow Mountain. They do such a beautiful job of of designing books. Writers write the words, of course, um, but there is um, maybe this unheralded world of design. Art form. It's an art form. And it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. So it says, he has risen. Those three words are more than a headline. They are a promise. Because he has risen, we shall rise again too. And then it says, what if this message of the resurrection is about more than reuniting of body and soul? What if the process of rising again can begin today? And then with, again, beautiful art, the team used light in a really beautiful way on each page to remind us that he is the source of all light. And then toward the back of the book, and I think this is what you were alluding to, I, I provide these five suggestions that I have seen work in my own life when I feel like I need that kind of reminder when I lift my head off the pillow that I can rise again. Um, and just very simply, their prayer, reading God's word, listening to sacred music, worshiping with others, and service. And then I offer some details for each one on how adopting some of those uh, spiritual habits can help, again, connect us to God. I, I think that a good book, and I hope that's what this is, I hope that ultimately what it does is connect people in some way to heaven, even if their heaven doesn't look the way I think mine does. Or if you have different theologies, different it's religions, okay. it's okay. okay. For me, it's okay. Yeah, absolutely. Because I believe if you search for him with all your heart, you will find him with all your heart. Yeah, I, I, that's that is beautifully said. And is there um, anyone listening right now that believes in anything at all beyond this this moment, beyond this life, um, in this higher power, again, whatever that looks like to you, who doesn't believe that these five things can bless your life if you strive to adopt them as kind of daily habits? Prayer? Yes. Reading God's Word? Yes. Uh, listening to sacred music? Which is a big umbrella in terms of what sacred music might look like. That could be everything from from your church choir to um, classical music from the, the greats throughout history to contemporary Christian music. Um, and then worshiping with others. Yes, there's great power no matter what your church looks like on Sunday, whether there's a cross out in front of your chapel or not, whether you call it a chapel or not. There's great power when we gather together with like-minded people. Um, to honor that higher power. And then service. For me, that's probably the most important of those. When I really am struggling um, to feel connected, to remember who I am, why I'm here, why I matter, and that I'm loved beyond my earthly family, but by something even bigger. Um, when I struggle, I, I look for opportunities to go do something for someone. It might be as simple as dropping off store-bought cookies at the neighbor across the street that I know has been under the weather for a couple of weeks. 
um, or sending a text to someone, I will often take my phone and I'll just pray for a little inspiration. Who is it that I have not heard from in a long time? I have about uh, 5,800 contacts on my phone. Too many, way too many. But I will often go through there and I might find someone I have not sent a text to in nearly a decade. And I'll just shoot them a note and say, I just want you to know I'm thinking about you today. And I don't know why, but you know what? You're you're tremendous. And thank you for the influence you've had on my life. Every single time I have done something like that, I have gotten the most beautiful response back saying, I needed, I really needed to hear that today. And here I am hearing it from someone I haven't spoken to in nearly a decade. So service looks like whatever you have time for, whatever you can offer. And maybe you should make time for. Amen. I'm so enjoying catching up and getting to know Jason F. Wright. He's got so much goodness to share with us. We've got more ground to cover, but I need to pause for just a moment and tell you about another incredible sponsor, Eyes of Faith. If you're going to wear glasses, there's one brand of frames I recommend. You have to look for it, but it's worth it. The brand is called Eyes of Faith Optical. I discovered this brand. I fell in love with their style of frames. I wear them every day now and get so many compliments. It was only after I discovered the beauty of their frames did I discover the subtle message hidden on the inside of every frame, a scripture from the Bible. Their purpose is not only to provide you with a great frame, but to help others too. Eyes of Faith Optical shares a generous amount of the money they earn to improve the lives and eyesight of so many others, many of them less fortunate than you and I. See their frames and choose the ones that make you feel great when you wear them. EOFoptical.com is their website. You're going to love what you discover. EOFoptical.com. I just want to encourage anybody Jason, who's going through a tough time right now, that if they just pick up your sweet little book and put four of those five simple practices into place or one of those five simple practices into place, I promise you, if you can hear my voice, it will make a difference. And if you feel like you have failed and if you feel like he has stepped away from you, that you're somehow this creation or piece of art that he had looked at and said, I'm not sure there's anything else I can do with this one. I tell you with all the love I can muster, you're wrong. And you know what? You're probably going to fail again tomorrow and maybe even the day after that. And that will be okay too. That is how much this higher power loves you deeply, personally, unconditionally. I know that that's true. God doesn't have boundaries the way you know we think. Well, I can't wait um, to hear from people the way I have heard from people through the years about Christmas jars and um, thousands of stories have come in. You can read many of those at christmasjars.com. I hope to hear from people who are similarly affected by this little message. And and again, even if you don't pick up the book, if the book isn't for you, I hope that I hope that this message today and and um, Delilah, you're so you articulate this faith in such a beautiful way that is so accessible to everyone imaginable. Thank you for that. It's a gift. I hope that you know what a gift it is for you to talk about faith in a way that is so open to everyone. You know that you do have a gift, which I also believe comes from heaven, um, to articulate this message in ways that that maybe not everyone can, and, and you do it better than most. Thank you.
Jason F. Wright. Go get his new book. Go get all of your books. How many do you have published now? How many in print? 18, I think. No, you got more than that. Well, you got a lot of articles, too, that have been published. Hundreds of those. Go find those all. Find them all. Why not? Why yeah. Not? And watch, if you haven't watched The Christmas Jars, it's a very sweet movie. It came out a few years ago. So well done and so sweet and so powerful. And then put a jar in your laundry room and join the that movement. But first, go get his new book, okay? Delilah, you're the best. Thank you so much for what you do in the world. You're a light. Thank you. So are you. Together we'll shine. You know, did you, have you seen that? Um, there's a little video going around where a young man takes two lighters, two big lighters, and shows they have equal flames. And then he drops one in a jar and pours water on it and says, every time life beats you up, you have a loss, you're divorced, your family abandons you until the big lighter is covered with water. And then he pulls it out of the water and he tries to light it. And you can't because the spark is wet. And then he brings the other Bic lighter and holds it next to it and lights it and reignites the flame. And he says, that's what we're to do to the people who are underwater, if you will, with life's troubles. And I think your book is that. It's that coming alongside and reigniting the flame. Mm, I love, I'm going to go look that up. Thank you. All I right. Love that. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye, hon. Jason has been a guest speaker at many churches throughout the country, sharing motivational and inspirational messages. He has also done outreach to people temporarily without housing or in financial difficulties. Today, he and his family live in Woodstock, Virginia. He's also lived in Missouri, Illinois, Virginia, Oregon, and Utah, Germany, and Brazil. He's a believer in the human spirit, and he's a true connector. Jason and his wife, Cody Erickson Wright, have a growing family of four children and now three grandchildren they love spending time with. His most recent book, Rise Today, that's been called An Extended Greeting Card Full of Comfort, Support, and Courage for Anyone Going Through a Difficult Time, is available March 7th. I love it so much, I've chosen it for my Delilah Book Club pick for March. It is absolutely perfect for tucking into Easter baskets or sending to your friends, to your family, to your daughter off at college, to neighbors, or maybe somebody you know who's facing a personal trial. The only thing more prolific about Jason than his writing is his abundance of faith and his generosity of spirit. A visit to his social media pages will always make you smile. It's a much better use of your time than doom scrolling. Trust me on that. Well, just about anything is a better use of your time, really, than doom scrolling. But being of service, that is the absolute best. How might you share a little of yourself with the world? Jason suggests that we open a door, literally or figuratively, for someone whenever possible. Is that something you can put your mind to? Our chat has been a great reminder for me, I know that. I am so thrilled that Jason could join us today. It's been a few years, and even more so that you stopped by. I hope you'll come back again and again. 
I'll share another great conversation in a couple more weeks. So drop in. Until then, remember to slow down and love someone. dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. A rested child is a happy child. Sleep Tight Stories is a weekly podcast that brings comfort and joy to families worldwide with calming bedtime stories. The stories are relevant to children and spark wonder without overstimulation so they can fall asleep and stay asleep. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For a bedtime routine you'll miss when they're grown, sleep tight stories. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.